0: Welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name is Mason Stewart and I'll be your host this evening. Rangers are back and uh, quite a bit, probably be the most positive pod we've done for absolutely month, months, gents. So, uh, actually looking forward to this one. Um, so, with me tonight, starting with David Tomlinson. How are you, David?
2: Yeah, great, thanks. Um, yeah, well, just about an hour before we, we came on air. I got a wee bit of a, a a head cold. My nose started running out the blue, so well, at least it was out the blue, not out the green. So, um, no, that's a bit further fine. Okay, great. Enjoyed the football yesterday and really looking forward to Thursday night. Can't wait.
0: Yeah, no, it's nice to, to feel like that, you know, with Thursday coming because for a long time we were we were dreading dreading it. We were really could, looking forward to that break. And yeah, just on the cold, it is absolutely freezing here as well, Davy. So uh, I know, I know you. Uh, I know you're in in Ger- uh, Germany, but um, you know the, you know, Davy, are you? And is it just as cold there?
3: Yeah, yeah, we've got uh, it's ice station zebra outside here at the moment, darkest west Lothian, the Royal Borough. Uh, so no, it was good. It was positive yesterday. It was the improvement. Certainly, the signs of improvement that we hoped we would see. So, early doors, I was uh, I was quite pleased after the game yesterday. Just that it was quite a positive display all round. No doubt, we'll get into it.
0: Yeah, let's start with let's start with that then because it was. Uh, I know it was only a friendly, um, and, and Leverkusen had a lot of players that was at the World Cup that weren't involved yesterday, and you know other players injured. I think you know, and then. Obviously, uh, a lot of young boys as well, but still, it was it was a good game for us to to sort of see the the changes in the last um, you know nine or ten days are under Bill and Davy T. Let, let's 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 go with you then with with a starting lineup. Um, do you think you know? I know Bill said on Rangers TV on Friday afternoon that we shouldn't look too much into the the team, um, but do you think with the performance of the first half, do you think that that could be very close to what starts on on Thursday night?
2: Well, I think Thursday night. Um, I don't know. We're, I think we're going to have a discussion on, on on this one. I don't know whether it'll be later, but I'll start it off now. Uh, for me, Morelos. I, I, I've just read somebody saying he needs to be kicked out of the club. He asked for a fair eyes, I, I didn't know that. I didn't see that. But what I was for me, Morelos has to start. Have you seen the difference between the first half and the second half when Morelos came on? It was just night and day. I don't think. Uh, in fact, I don't even think. Cholak kicked the ball. He might have had two or three touches of it, and that was about it. He just didn't get into the game at all. And I don't think the system that is going to play is going to suit Cholak at all. So that that's uh, that's the main talking point for me that I, I would but I would certainly have uh, Morelos up front. Um, uh, the, for the rest, I, well, I, I think the defence really has got to speak for itself. I know, uh, and again, I'm going to be going to enter stuff that we're going to be talking about. But I know there's players coming back, but I don't think they'll be ready for Thursday night to play from the beginning. So uh, I think we'll we'll stick with the same defence. Now the midfield, I think Beal's in love with Kamara, so I think Kamara will certainly play. Uh, So I think I think that's the main talking points. The 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 forward line. Well, I'll wait. I'll wait. Davy and uh, and you have a wee talk in the forward line, and I'll come in later on it.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I think we, you know, the Thursday night and the team that that starts. Um, you know, we'll come onto it a, a little bit later. But but, David P, just on the on the actual, you know, let us let's, let's go starting with the, the first half. Then it was clear to see. I think fifteen or twenty minutes in that we were pressing, um, high and, and hunting impact here as teddy bears. Has put in there. I I think there was a clear style of play that you could see, you know, straight away with the team. They looked very comfortable on the ball. And again, I don't want to get sort of too look too because it was just just a friendly. And I think with 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 all you know as a support, and especially us boys on here from the friendlies we had pre season, we were absolutely buzzing. And then you know once the real stuff starts, Thursday night will be completely different. But there was there was noticeable difference yesterday. I think you know Malik Tillman as well. DVP. Um, let, let, let's let's talk about Malik Tillman because I thought that first half yesterday is probably the best we've seen for him, and, and there was two brilliant finishes. And it was interesting to hear Bill say that since he's come in, he he was a player that he really you know was looking forward to working with. And uh, he, after speaking to Tillman, he said Tillman said that he wanted to play closer to 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 the striker and 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 have sort of a free role. And Bill went with it, and I think it worked really really well for for Tillman yesterday.
3: Yeah, it was very encouraging, Mason. And uh, you know, from his press conference, you can see that Michael Beale is clearly a, a, a Malik Tillman fan. You know, he was uh, gushing about him and, and, you know, giving him, you know, the, the the position that he he feels he want he wants to play. So, uh, I thought it was really good. I, I think David makes a really good point there about Cholak just being kind of. Isolated, you know, not as the, be that changing the structure, you know. So, you know, with the wingers not being quite, you know, glued to the, the touchline as much. So, you know, the kind of central centre forward isn't as big a focus in that system. So, but I mean, Alfredo Morelos, he, and he played some nice touches when he came on, but I think he would more suited to be with Malik Tillman. It would have been interesting to watch those two play together. Obviously, uh, we changed at halftime, but I think the the starting is not going to be a million miles from away from what we see on Thursday night. You know, you could, uh, I think there'll be a, most of that team will will be back in, in position. But it was very encouraging. I was quite impressed and, and encouraged by just the intensity. You know, the energy that we were showing, the the default. You know, to 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 go forward, there was less emphasis on. You know. The, Recycling the ball, possession for possession's sake. It was uh, it was all just a bit more positive, if nothing else. I know it's it's difficult to read too much into it. And it was uh, as you said, it, Leverkusen are up their back and, and missing some some players, but they'll still be at a decent level. You know, even uh, the, the, getting into the the their squad. You know, they as you saw some of the players. You know, I thought were. Their players excellent standard, but it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, it's going to be a big night on Thursday. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Uh, get along there and and we'll see it for real. So, <clears throat> bill <Beal> ball <laughs> for real.
0: It It started, started already, and I've seen that a lot today. And uh David Tomlinson, I think. I think you know this is a, a really good point here. The team was strangled. Uh, by Gio and I actually agree. I think that again, listening to Bill, you know, before before we, we sort of see anything yesterday, and you just wanted. You know, what I've really liked with is 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 a uh, post match presser yesterday. Was you know, I've said it already, but players expressing themselves and, and going out with that with that confidence, and I think we see it at, at one point from pretty pretty much everyone yesterday that that you know there was little bits of, of good play, or even if it just was you know, pressing from the front or, you know, that little bit of quality we've seen from Tillman. I thought one thing I did notice as well with the, we've gone back to the the number tens, Matondo and Kent um, were were tucked in and and then you get Tavernier and it was Adam Devine yesterday, which we'll we'll come on to talk about a little bit later. But I I thought he had, you know, considering he's not a, you know, left footed, he's a right back. I thought he'd done really well yesterday and, um, you know, I I was really, really pleased with him. But but David Thompson, what's your thoughts on that? If we do go back to the, you know, the free role, I think it suits Ryan Kent down to to an absolute um, T. and I think you know, with Tavernier for the first goal, it gets him further forward, which we haven't seen enough uh, of James Tavernier, you know, hurting teams like he, like he did last season.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, that that was, I mean, that when when if you remember when Gio first came in, it was the first thing he did was stop Tav getting forward, and. We went through a really bad run. At that time, I think we went from seven points in front to, to at least to, to, to points behind within quite a few games. So it, it's Tav is getting forward is a really important point uh, of our game. Oh, there's a, a new face. <laughs> um, Hi
1: guys, so. have I missed the part? where we're going to predict Rangers to win the table next year. <laughs> oh,
3: that's, coming. <laughs> that's coming. That's coming. <laughs> It's on my next to-do list. gone. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Give me a shout when we're ready to talk about that.
0: <laughs>
2: um. So, um, in I thought, and I, I mean, I'll I'll be honest with you. I, I I said I didn't think Divine was ready a few weeks ago. But the way he played last night, it was. Uh, uh, and uh, Saturday was it uh, was fine. It was brilliant, uh, brilliant. But it was, it was really good, and. Uh, no, just as, as you say, the intensity we played with, the Kent getting released from his, he's uh, stuck in the the left wing position was a, a breath of fresh air. Uh, I, I think even Kamara, he, he although he was didn't have his best game in the world, I think he was a big improvement in what he was before. And there was a few things Beal said in the press conference that sort of, didn't he doesn't want to put criticism, in Geo. I don't think. But there was a few things he said. He said, if we want to play a high pressing game, we want, we need to be a lot fitter than we are now, which sort of a, goes back to what we were all saying last few yeah, months, uh, that the team just doesn't look fit. So I, I think Beale's admitting that as well. There's a few points that, that you can see that he's been sort of a, uh, not wanting to criticise Gio, but the things that he says, um I've sort of appointed that way that he is. He doesn't think that Geo's been doing, a, doing an awful great job.
0: Yeah, I did find that interesting. And and Colin, before we come into to, to that, to that point, what, what was your thoughts on the the overall uh, good to see you first of all because I've not, not not been on with you, mate. So uh you drove Mexico, but what was your thoughts on, on yesterday? It was a, a nice change.
1: Yeah, first of all, sorry I'm late, um having a wee bit of Sunday night car trouble. Um yeah, so he's he first came in charge. Um, I've said time and time again on this pod, I am the world's worst for playing it down when we get beaten a friendly, but getting so ahead of myself when we win. So take everything I say with a pinch of salt tonight. Um, you no, know, I think, I think it was really good to see the players buy in so quickly to what Michael Beals tried to do. So there's only so much that we can take for yesterday because it's, Leverkusen had a lot of players at the World Cup pretty much a training game for them. They're a lot further away if they going back to competitive football than we are and we needed this game more than they did um, and while so we, need, we need to remember all of that but it's nice to see that we are not nowhere near the finished article Michael was not going to get that after two weeks but it's good to see the players are responding these small differences. I don't know if you boys have touched on it already even how the The forward four played um, with so much freedom and they're changing so much. Um, It's it's going to be be a a lot of hard work over the next couple of months to get in the rhythm again of how Michael Beale wants to play. And I dare say this won't be a carbon copy of what we've seen under Stephen Gerrard because it is is a completely new management team. Michael Beale, although he was an important figure under Stephen Gerrard, Gerard McAllister, Coulshaw would have had their own uh, their own styles that they, they were implementing as well. So it'll be good to see. Be, be good to see what the new Michael set setup looks like.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. And I think Bill will have his, as you said, will have his own, and his coaching team will have his own ideas. I think even yesterday we see Jack Kamara sitting, and then you know with with uh, Matondo and Kent. You know, I'm just going off the first half because I think someone posted already second half there were so many changes I think it loses that rhythm but first half with Matondo in the 10 Kent in the 10 and then Tillman sort of as that free roll we never would have seen that under Gerrard it would always been the free sitters so that would have been a, a Davis Kamara and Jack or you know it was it was always pretty after and but they put sitting a lot a lot sort of deeper or coming off off the right. so I think straight away Bill's obviously seen and Tillman and gone right let's go and get him further forward and he got the rules with a with a two goals but but David P coming back to the point where Bill said if we want to be a pressing team we're, we're going to have to get a lot fitter I think we've all you know it, every one of the supporters moan about the fitness and, and and obviously changing that mid-season might be difficult and look if we do want to become a, a pressing team again as we were I think you can remember under Gerard when we've done it uh you know we had so many games when he first come in because of Europa League and all the qualifiers. The time we got to January, we was the squad was done because that that for ninety minutes takes it takes it out, and you need a squad for it. So I think we will we will start seeing us press from the front a lot, but I think we won't see it as much as you know every game we want to see us. We do it. We are going to have to probably you know pick our times a little bit more for for the next few months.
3: Well, Mason, I think you're dead right. It's about choosing the moments to do it, so you don't do all the time but you certainly identify opportunities or, or the leader within the team or the leaders within the team identify when this is this may be beneficial and and, and the call is made and, and we go but we, we, you can't keep that up for 90 minutes you know you'd be a superman it would have to be a extra strong coffees all around you know to maintain that for 90 minutes so but it was <clears throat> sorry it was good to see uh the dynamism, you know, as Colin spoke about, you know, the movement within the front four. But again, the levels of, uh, of fitness have to be very high for you to maintain that and, and perform that week in, week out. You know, But you know, with the squad rotation, you know, helping in that respect. So very positive. It's uh, early signs, obviously, but I'm hoping that... I was thinking yesterday when I was watching the game and, and you know, it was quite encouraging, you know, with the first half. And I got to half time and I was thinking there is a danger here that Michael Beale is going to make Gio look really, really silly because he's essentially going to be working with the same squad of players and, and achieving a different result, we all hope. But certainly from what I saw yesterday, you know, the, the, the freedom that they had up front and Malik Tillman being in a, in a position which Malik Tillman is best suited to, and you saw the outcome of that, uh, I just think, gosh Almighty, it's it's just amazing how that different emphasis on on the structure of the team because Geo is very quite structured in terms of you know you you stay you know within three feet of that white line you know with the wingers, uh, the full-backs not moving forward. So I think, he, and I think the best uh, way that Michael Beale described it was just taking the handbrake off. And when I was thinking that yesterday, I was thinking, well. This is actually quite exciting, you know. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but just the optimist in me bursting out.
0: No, I think that that you're spot on. It could, and hopefully, he does. That's what we all want, you know. I, th- I think we all want people to come in and, and just get something different out of these players, and and you see it yesterday. And again, I know it's only a friend. As a, as a, you know, when we first come on, I said I don't want to get too overexcited with it because Thursday is when the the proper proper stuff starts again, and um, you know. And, and, and David T, I think, again, it's important that, that Bill comes in, and we've said this many a times, and, and Callum went to post this one, but we still need some, you know, exciting players. I, I, I think that's really the case. Um, again, another point said, you know, Bill said that it's not broken. And again, if you get more out of Matondos, the Kents, Tillmans in, in a different role, but then you can add quality to that as well. Um, you know, we could look completely different. And I think that is, as David P said, that is really exciting. David T.
2: Well, I'm afraid uh, I'm a, I do, still don't see it in Matondo. I, I seen him playing yesterday and, yeah, Matondo and Wright, I'm afraid we still Matondo and Wright. <laughs> there wasn't that much great improvement in, in both of them, I'm afraid, that I've seen. Um, but anyway, that, that's a negative out the road. The, the positive was the, uh, the, the insomnia cure <laughs> is a way. There's... Uh, we, we, we weren't falling asleep again watching the ball getting played around uh, and thank goodness for that. The, the, the play was a lot more exciting. There was a lot more going on, a lot more movement, which which uh, Geo had sort of a held movement off the ball and there was a lot more movement, movement uh, off the ball, which obviously frees up players to receive the ball then. The channels were running a lot into a lot more which, which, as I was saying, didn't happen anymore. Um, and now the 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 play was just far far better to watch than than it has been over the over the last while. And uh, no, and as I say, uh, I I really think once these players get up to full fitness, um, so just a shame he didn't get them up to the Glen Sands for a couple of sessions. Uh, that, that that would that would have helped. But uh, no. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really hoping. can't wait till Thursday now. Really, really excited about Thursday because uh, I, I really think we'll start to see is a, a difference in. With a few players coming back in, that'll help as well. Uh, and he said Sands is in the wrong position, which was another thing that I picked up on. Um, so that'll be interesting to see once Goldson and uh, Davies is back, what he'll do with Sands. Whether whether it becomes Sands and Kamara. Or uh, uh, yeah, well, now now we had um, um, uh, Kamara uh, playing in the uh, in in the middle field midfield, and Tillman, and the third one was what do you think? Third one was third midfielder. Come on, help me. The other <laughs> with what the team yesterday? Right, right Jack. Yeah, Kamara. Jack, and Jack. That's yeah. That, that, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack. So that'll be interesting. Well, obviously, Jack is, is not uh, not young kip anymore, not a young chicken anymore. So uh, Sands could come in and replace Jack. And I, I think he's definitely capable of doing that. Uh, so, no, really, really look forward to, to, to seeing what's going to be happening. There. The one thing you, you were talking about bringing in new players for, for a lot of money Uh
0: but it doesn't, bringing... doesn't have to be a lot of money, David. It doesn't. Have, we don't. I, you know. And again, I don't think we will spend a lot of money. I just think we. You know. I think we've seen from this World Cup, there's different markets out there that, that the football club need to go and explore.
2: Okay, but if we're going to bring in. If we're going to keep Sands and Tillman. I think you're talking about 8000000 uh, 8 Sorry, already, which, uh, which is a lot of money. So whether there's a lot more to, to bring in other players, I don't know. Obviously that's spread out. It's not it'll be spread out over four years or something like that. So it gives us a bit of room. But um yeah, we'll need to see. But that that'll be if we're keeping they that, two, that's about eight billion right away. I
0: still think it's too early on both, to be honest. I, I think that the club shouldn't be jumping in any, any decision at the moment. I think Tillman under Bill's really exciting and, and stands at the moment if for the, the quoted 4 million or just over 4 million i wouldn't want us to pay that at the moment um because i think there's, there's we could get better midfielders in there colin staying staying on midfield um Glenn Kamara, uh, me and the two davies have spoke about this for the lo- last couple of weeks uh, and we all pretty much on the, the same opinion but what's your thoughts on the 6 million um pound you know rumors uh, that, that have been going around this week and do you think bill could Potentially get Kamara playing that—that that, you know the best football we see under Glenn Kamara and getting him to to stay.
1: Well, I'll, I'll talk about the the price tag first because that's really split opinion into that side. The uh, Rangers fans battling each other on Twitter. Um, there's one camp where six million pound. We sh- we could have got so much more this time last year, and the other camp is six million pound. Fuck, I will drive you to France for that amount. Um, um, I think a player's only as good as... Uh, he's only worth the level he's playing at right now. So I think the days of us getting 15 to 20 million at Glenn Kamara, they're, they're nowhere near coming back at the moment. He, he would need a, a solid 6 to 12 months playing at four or five levels above what he has been playing at. If you look at how, we, how much we've got at Glenn Kamara over the last six months, £6 million is is... Thank it's you. a great bad business, and we signed him for fifty grand. So, um, based on the last six months, I think it, it is a it is something we should be looking at. And how do we reinvest that to maybe bring in two or three other midfielders? Um, also, we're not going to spend all the six million pound, but some of that can go on wages. And bear in mind, Glenn Command will be a high high earner. Yeah. On the other, on the other hand. Glenn Kamara was a big big player under Gerard and and Bill. Um he was never quite your midfield general, but they always they always got him playing the his best game as a supporting act. So when Ryan Jack was dominating the um dominating the midfield and on his game alongside say C- Stephen C- Davis, Glenn Camara always fit very well in a midfield three. So I do think there is scope for Michael Beale to get more out of Glenn Kamara. Um, in the next six months I just really don't know how we're going to see Beale set up. Obviously we've seen the, the kind of the the two anchor in midfield. Um I think yesterday was a kind of uh a chance for Jack or Kamara to state their state their claim for Thursday. One of them will go going alongside Lundson on alongside Lumsome Thursday. Um I don't think it'll be both of them starting. So I I don't know. It's too early to tell. Way if if McBale wants to go away the 3 or or the two.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting, and and I'll come. We'll, we'll comment on this. Uh, you know, when we come on Thursday's game, but I, I'm not convinced. Lunchram will start. I'm not convinced. I think the first half from Kamara and Jack yesterday with Tillman further on. I, I'm i a little bit like, I don't know, that looked good yesterday and again, I know, I, I don't want to, you know, but I think...
1: I go on holiday uh, for two weeks, Mason, and Davey T has converted you. <laughs> this is why I don't take holidays. Chris. <laughs> I
0: know, I, I, that is very, very true. Um, Davey P, just to sort of come on to that, uh, and just, sorry, just before David P, you know, Alex Kelly's asked a question here, yeah, is it true we knocked back 10 mil from Nice at the start of the season? No idea. I, I, as far as I know that, Kamara was very close to joining Nice before the the deadline, and apparently we couldn't get a a replacement in in time. That's why it, it never happened. I don't know how much it was, but um, I, I'm with you, Colin, on, on that. I think six, you know, six million at the moment. I'd take that in Jan. But but Davey P, actually, let's let's stay with that then. But what's your midf- midfield free? Because I think it's you know we're going to start getting some comments about Lindstrom. Um, what's your midfield free on, on Thursday night?
3: Well, I think it would be difficult not to start uh, John Lundstrom in that he's the best on earth. So, I mean, I think he's uh, <laughs> he's got to be in there. So, but uh, Ryan Jack, yeah, you know, did look the part. There's always the question mark over, you know, his kind of long-term fitness. But I am a James Sands fan, to be honest, and I would take the £6 million for Glenn Kamara if that was to fund the acquisition of Malik Tillman and partially fund the... Uh, acquisition of James Sands, I would do it in a New York minute, so that would be, uh, we would just have to add to that, but I think we do have to add quality to the squad a couple, of at least two so, and I would like, you know the boards really have to come up here and uh, you know, back Michael Beal with, uh, he's going to have to put a stamp on that squad, he, uh, the danger that if we just run with this exactly the same squad, you know, they'll just snap back into the the Geo ball and, and we mustn't have that happen. So I think we should be uh, refreshing things. We should be uh, looking to add, you know, we have been look, crying out for a couple of decent midfielders, you know, well, a couple of additional signings in midfield, you know, for a couple of years. You know, it's long, long overdue. We need to get some energy, some talent in there. So I'm hoping that uh, January, we, we can uh, push the boat out a bit for Michael Beale. Uh, if If the, the situation arises. You know, as you said, you know, there are there are different markets that we could be looking at, you know, to, to acquire someone for, you know, which wouldn't be ridiculous amounts of money. And I'm thinking, you know, t- to be replacing people like Steve Davis, Scott Arfield, you know, who are, you know, kind of further down our squad in terms of midfield, you know, resources. I think January would be us an opportunity to uh, go out, get the backing of the board, Give them identity if, if it's possible and go and, f- and freshen up the midfield, I think we would uh, just move the Beal ball thing on on just a couple of notches just by by a couple of changes, you know, keeping it fresh so that the uh, the guys in, in, in the dressing room are saying, you know, that Michael Beale is being backed by the boards, you know, and 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 the on see on regime is no more, you know, we're we're in a, a new set of circumstances. It just kind of brings that home to the squad. You know, when the when fresh faces are brought in, we have to we have to change, we have to do better. Uh, the board are making their contribution and the current squad, those that remain, will have to make their contribution. So I think we just keep it, freshen it up a bit. That would be but Glenn Kamara, for me, he's a good player on his day, but I would, I'm thinking of the number of times, you know, he's played well in European matches. I think Leipzig probably was... Uh, you know, an influential game for Glenn Camara, but I, I, I think I could probably count in one hand, certainly no more than two hands, in terms of the, the games that I can recall. You know, in Glenn Camara's time here, where he's been the the difference. So I think for a for a, a French team, you know, wh- whichever one it is, wants to pay six million pounds, I would take it. I would.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you. There. I think the midfield definitely needs. Needs numbers in uh, in January. I, I really hope Bill doesn't hold on again. We've said it many a times, but hold on to that that sentiment that you know where he just thinks oh, I've got you know we're good with what I've got. I think as well if you do make a good you know couple of good signings, I think again it just gives everyone else a lift and it and it and it pushes everyone on. Um, and, and in terms of the point you made about, about you know we don't need to spend a lot of money. I think I think to be honest I hate to bring them into it, but they've done it last January. With a couple of signings for, for for not not a lot of money at all, and it and it completely changed them. So uh, you know that's what that's what we need to go and do. We need to go and make some 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 good signings in January. David Tomlinson, then um, good news uh, in the in the press yesterday that that Connor Golson was meant to be training today, uh, and Ben Davis uh, tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, Connor Connor Golson comes through okay, and, and 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 both of them will be available for Thursday. Um, so I, I find it really interesting as well. Bill said all the right things there. By the way, he said that the players haven't had a day off yet since he's been in, and they was in today as well. So he said we've got no time. So again, you know, is he looking at that, thinking, Cole, oh, we need to get this squad right in shape, um, up, up, you know, as quickly as we can." And David Tomlinson, do you throw Conor Golson uh, straight in on Thursday night?
2: Oh, the answer to that is no. Um, I would just start with the same team that, that that started. Well, not the same team, but the same defence. It started uh, on uh, on Saturday, but I'm not going to let you go without me mentioning Winstrom. Wick- Come on, <laughs> the, uh, the, listen, the best midfielder we've got at the moment, when he's fit, is Ryan Jack. So Ryan Jack, that's the problem, Davey.
1: You need to did- say when he's fit. When he's fit, that is the that's fucking it. key problem with several Rangers players. Mm-hmm.
3: Totally no with Jesus that, that. He's not until July. So. <laughs>
2: Totally agree with that, but Ryan Jack is, is just the best player we've got in midfield when 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 he when he is when, when he is fit, and he even showed that. He, 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 although he wasn't brilliant on on Saturday, he he, he, he played really really good game. But I was just thought Modric is in a free uh from uh, in the summer. Maybe we could, could get him for, his, for his he's for thirty eight. He sort of a falls into your age group anyway. if <laughs> <laughs> hey, you watch him at this
0: World Cup, he's absolutely strolling it, mate. He's still got a couple
2: of years uh, left. <laughs> yeah. <on his> <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I, I, I definitely think uh, I, I don't see a Lundstrom start. I, do, I don't think that the Beals are a big Lundstrom fan. I, I, I definitely think Kamara will be will be. In the midfield, uh, and Jack, that, that, that'll be a midfield, in Tillman. I don't see that being any different. Um, to go back to goals, uh, goals and Davies, I, I think uh, Bill said himself he's not going to rush them. Uh, so I, I, I would imagine that, that he'll, he'll start with the same team and give them. It was the same way Sakawa at the weekend. He, he told Sakawa, You're getting a half hour, and that's it. And I think they'll do the same with Davies and uh and and uh Golson. It'll just give them a, a certain amount of time. Uh it'll be difficult right enough bring on two right at the right at the start. But I, I mean I I I would, I would really find it strange if Golson's been out for so long and he's not even really fully fit because uh he was supposed to be out a lot longer. And I'd be always surprised if Golson came back in. Davies, I don't know. I don't know how injured how much Davies Davies were injured, so I don't know. I can't really put him. It might it might start him. But uh, it's definitely one start with Connor Golson. I'd be really shocked to be done that.
0: Yeah. Uh, con- you know, considering how long, you know, at first Golson was, was meant to be out, I'd I'd be really surprised. It's great though that he's he's back training and you know, said with the amount of games we've just got even before the new year, I think there's four games before the old firm game on the, on the third. So, games are coming really uh, thick and fast. Colin, um, what's your thoughts on this one uh, at, at centre-half? I'm hoping Ben Davis is just, you know, precautionary at the weekend and he can come in and he's fine to start Thursday. Um, and I'll probably play him in there with Sands. What, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, yeah, I think, of course, I you know Davies. Uh, uh, if one of them are available, they'll start. Um, I'd probably say they might not find both of them in. The uh, straight away after returning from an injury. So it might be the the, the, the freshest the fittest starts. Um, but if it is only Connor golson I would I could see him starting alongside James Sands. The reason I, I'd say James Sands I've, i thought he looked very composed yesterday and um he he managed to marshal a, a very young defence he helped Leon King and Adam Devine through the game quite a lot. Even you've seen how vocal he was so I think um just where Adam Devine falling into the deep end, um we'll need to keep an eye on him. Um uh, and I think Leon King he's um it's maybe time for him to just start easing back into the team in the next couple of months. So I think um if Golson or Davies are fit, they'll start. Um I think with Connor Golson he's um when I spoke spoke earlier about Glenn Camaran not being one of the, the trusted lieutenants, Connor Golson was absolutely sergeant major behind uh, James Tavenier. Probably above him in terms of um how Gerard and, and Bill seen him. Like he he played every game of that fifty five season, didn't he? Um so I think if if he's fit, um I don't think we've got to use him back in. He'll be straight back into the centre half and he'll be a Michael Bill will see him as a huge player going forward.
0: Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And uh, just delighted. I think, again, Golton gets a lot of unfair criticism from from the support. And I think this sort of two months out has proved how big he is to, to, to that backline. Um, Davey P, you can come in as well on, on, on who starts uh, Thursday night, but I just want to take that on a little bit more. And um, Matondo's had a lot of stick in, in the comments um, again tonight. I think it's, you know, a continuous. Um, I'm really hoping, and I don't know if it's just Hope that that Bill can get something out of Matondo in a different position, or maybe he just it just isn't there. We're not we, we, he hasn't started yet. His Rangers career hasn't you know got off the floor so far. But what's your thought on, on both them points, Davy Pete?
3: Well, I would think that uh, Michael Bill's assessment of Rabi Matondo and on training will will be the ultimate determinant of of whether Robbie Rabbi Matondo has a future at Rangers. I just it hasn't. I haven't seen it. So far, it's just uh, just lack of composure. You know, there's plenty of pace, there, plenty of energy, uh, but it's more heat than light, to be honest. So there'll be uh, no doubt there'll be a couple of occasions when, you know, within <clears throat> kind of the revised structure which Michael Beale will bring, Robbie Matondo will get an opportunity. But I think the his opportunities will be uh, dwindling. There's not going to be too many because I would be lining up Robbie Matondo for a. Uh, Somewhere in January, to I don't know what sort of money he's on, but I think we need better value than that. And this is the kind of ruthlessness that we spoke about, you know, in the, in the last few weeks that where it needs to be. If he's not there, then he has to go. And I, when I we got to the second half and we had Scott Arfield, and I know he eventually scored, but I'm just thinking that Scott Arfield has run his race for Rangers. There's uh, no mile doing it. Same with Steve Davis, you know, excellent. But in terms of, you know, a 38 game season for us to play at a level where we're going to win the bloody thing, it's, uh, you know, he's he's been an absolute brilliant servant to Rangers. He owes us absolutely nothing. He's a legend, but uh, I think it's time when we have to turn the squad over. We have to move on, live in the light of a new day. So we have to... uh, Refresh things, and I'm hoping that, that this is where I, I want Michael Beale to be absolutely brutal in terms of going through that squad and saying you're in, you're in. I, Kamara misses the cut for me. I would uh, he's a good player, but I just don't think he brings enough in terms of uh, week in, week out value, which uh, <clears throat> Arfield and Davis don't. So Robbie Matondo certainly hasn't so far. There may be some, you know, development on the training ground, which we. Uh, We'll see later on. I just don't see it so far. But Michael Beale will have to be uh, brutal in terms of cutting the... the st- we need to up the, the score. We need to bring the overall you know, ability level up. We need to you know, week in, week out contributors, which is why Alfie's such a disappointment for me because he's got it. He's got it in spades, but you only get it when he's in the mood. Whereas... Uh, I, 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 which is why I love Conor Goldson, you're right, and you know, there is a kind of split opinion amongst the range of support, but Conor Goldson, when he's on the pitch, you know, he gives a hundred percent, and it's, uh, and, and he expects it of others, and he's very vocal on the pitch, as you probably have seen. But I think Conor Goldson, you know, people say, no, you know, whether we give him a new deal, and we were all, I was delighted when, when he re-signed last summer, but you know, that Liverpool game, he goes off the pitch at one each at half time and it finishes seven one. And, and I, I don't think that was a <clears throat> entirely coincidental that that, that that happened. I think we just missed him so much. And I'd be delighted to see him back, but I certainly wouldn't be rushing him. He'd be just too valuable for the remaining of this campaign, so I wouldn't be taking any chances on him. Let's wait until he's ready and then get him back in there. By Christ, we have missed him.
1: Yeah. Mason, uh, see, just on that point that Davey P was making, and I'm kind of doubling back to what you and David T were talking about earlier um, about January signings. I don't think there'll be big money spent in, in January, but see, when we look at the... Like, David Potter's just absolutely summed up how big a rebuild we have. We've got so many big earners. We've got so many people who are well past it. We've got people who don't contribute week in, week out and a lot of deadwood. We cannot wait for the summer to start this rebuild. This is, we're talking about eight, nine players deep um, to bring in. Not just first-teamers, but squad players as well. We need to start building that in January. And I know how naive I sound because if there's an opportunity to piss me off, this board will take it and run. Um, but its if we've got any chance of building for next year, it has to start on the 1st of January. Yeah, absolutely
3: gone. Absolutely. We need to be bold here. We need to be brave.
2: Can I just uh, go over to right. some, can I just go over to the other one, uh, Sakala, when he came on? I don't know if you noticed the 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 chance that Arfield ran through in his own and Sakala was running next to him and Arfield chose to, to shoot instead of passing it to Sakala and Sakala went off his nut. But Sakala was never on side. And Davy was talking about composure there. Anybody with composure would think, oh, if I'm in front of him, I must be offside. But not for one minute with Sakala onside. He just kept running in front of him instead of cutting back. And that's just the... the, the you can see that his football brain is not as fast as his legs. And that's the unfortunate thing about Sakala because I really like him. I think he's, he's, he's a good player. Up until he's got to think and composure, he just doesn't have any. So that's another one I would be hoping to move on and get in something better.
0: Yeah, no, no absolutely. I think that just sums Sakala up, David. I noticed it yesterday, and I was I was laughing because I thought even if Arfield's got the brain to, to slip you in, you, your miles offside and comp you summed it up. Composure is not what you get with fashion Sakala. It's it's the opposite. It's blood and thunder, and it? it is it, that's that's that is fashion Sakala and. Uh, yeah, I can't see him being successful under Bill and, and the way that Bill wants to play. But, you know, hopefully, again, hopefully another one gone wrong. But David Tia, I, I want to I'll, I'll stay with you and I want to come around to everyone on this because, you know, we want to concentrate more on Cholak because I think personally, I think Morelos will be gone soon. Um, and whether that's January or the summer, I think he, his time at Rangers is coming to an end. Cholak's different. Cholak has, has, has got you know a longer contract, and unless Bill comes in and really doesn't sort of fancy him, but what do we need to do? You know, we we, we said with, with the first half yesterday, you wouldn't know Cholak was playing, and I think that is a fair point. But he he is just coming back from an injury as well, um, that, that he's not long back in training. But there are games when when Cholak doesn't really you know get involved, but they, maybe Malik Tillman playing higher and getting closer to Cholak as you know games, especially at Ibrox, is exactly what Cholak needs.
2: Well, I think you seen yesterday they got in each other's road quite a quite a lot I'm Saturday. Sorry, they got in each other's road quite a lot. So, I mean, I just I'm just going the difference in the first half and the second half to the, the Alfie playing holding off defenders, uh, first touch passes round the corner. As as Davy says, he's got so much skill and speed. It's really unfortunate that he's not got the mentality to go with it. And as I said the other day. It's not just a thing for Rangers. He had it uh, when he was in Colombia as well. They, they ended up moving him on to Helsinki because he chucked it there as well. And that's just unfortunate thing. Being a great footballer is not just about you uh, being able to hope to keep a ball up and to, to play a bit of football. It's about mentality as well. And I'm afraid when it comes to the mentality part of it, uh, Morelos just lets us down time and again. And I quite agree. It's time to move him on as we can. As I say, um, offering him a new contract, for me, would just be to sell him for a better money than we're going to get just now. That would be risky, I admit that. But I'm going to say, until he leaves the club, he's a Rangers player, as long as he can add to the the, the first team uh, the, the level, then... I think he should play. The best players should play, whether they've got three months of their contract over, or, or six months, or three years. It doesn't matter. The best players should play, and I think uh, uh, Morelos is the best player. So uh, for me, Morelos should be in the team. He just uh, brings the team together, and the 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 only thing about that as well is that we've seen before that we ends up that we sort of need him when he falls away. Then, then we we come into a sort of a deep pit. So we've we've got to sort of play it that, that we can play the two systems that we can play Cholak as well. And and as as we've been saying a a, a lot of times, why can't we play the two of them? I I, I mean the the system the uh, the first that they played in the first half, Morelos could have been in there uh, playing around Cholak, and who's to say that Morelos wouldn't have been better in, as Ken in that that. Uh, that, that role in the number 10 position because uh, I think Morelos can certainly play the 10 position, so I, I still don't know why we can't try them together. I would I think Gio tried once, but it was, what, not that long, so nah, I definitely think if we can give give that a try in one of the lessons, I don't think I would try it directly against Hibbs, although he might, might be better throwing it in at the deep end but, uh, no Uh Definitely Alfie to start for me, and um, the if, if we could try them both, then uh, then I would be quite happy. And then I, I don't think Kent's been playing that brilliant that Kent should have a, a, a definite first start. So maybe try Cholak and, and Morelos and, and leave Kent on the side, or and certainly Matondo. Matondo, I mean, you could leave Matondo out and you you wouldn't even notice. I don't think.
0: So that means Clivitts. That means Scott Wright's starting it, even better,
2: bloody hell. <laughs> Colin, oh, no, let's no, no, he, he was the second team, he was the second <laughs> team. <laughs> Colin, I'll, for, I'll... Me, for me, it wouldn't even be in the B team, it would be... It, that, 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 that's your first one out the door, for me. There, there's, uh, maybe Aberdeen will take him back. Doubt it, I doubt it, baby.
0: Uh, Colin, I'll bring you in on this, because, and, and maybe add to Ryan Kent on that as well, because there is going to be so much noise uh, around them too because their contracts are, are coming to an end and you know I would say two two players that we could have sold for a, a lot of money um 18 months ago and, and the club obviously decided to 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 knock back bids and, and keep both and now it looks like we could potentially lose you know both enough uh for nothing um j- you know just just want to add to that um before you come on onto it Colin uh, with Kent I do I, I don't know you know where I'm getting this from and uh, I don't maybe it is just being being a bit mad but I can see Kent staying because of Bill um you know again I, I don't know I could be well wrong you know it could be he could have already signed with someone else I just think someone that's been such a influence on 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 um, Ryan Kent's career so far and I think listening to Bill again yesterday the different comments about Kent to Morelos I, maybe again, I'm reading it wrong or just just not getting it. But what's your thoughts on on both of them, Colin?
1: So I think I think you're right, Mason. Uh, I can see, I think Kent's more likely to stay under Bill than Morelos. um And I think if you look at the both their times at Rangers, Morelos has had his highs have been higher than Ryan Kent, but Ryan Kent has been more consistent. And I know this season um, he's played out of the window, but Ryan Kent's delivered more consistently and probably went under the radar at times as well. So I think we spoke time and time again on this board over the last couple of years about ranking not not chip many goals or assists, but see what he does. The dirty side of the game, off the ball and the work ethic, he does that consistently. Whereas Morelos, you can get the highest of the highs on the lows of the lows. So I think Morelos... Um, I don't think he'll be here past the summer, but I do think Ryan Kent has enjoyed his time at Rangers. It was well documented that he was jumping from club to club because he never really settled in. He's found his place at Rangers. He's found um, a club he likes, a, a group of players that he, he's warmed to. And more importantly, he found a management team that he, he thrived under and where the prospect of that coming back, I think I think that's huge for Ryan Kent. Um, this isn't a popular opinion. See, in terms of if Kent or score go, it's no it's no put your head in the oven time if we don't get a fee for both of them. Ideally, we get a fee for both of them. Um it's not gonna be the 40 million between them um that we would have liked two years ago. See the model the Rangers are playing that Um we are not gonna get money back in every player. Some players are gonna run down their contact, but see as long as we can get value off of them. As much as I'm saying, Morello should go um, over the next year. If he was to go for nothing, we signed him for a million pound. Look at the value we've got for him. Look at what he's delivered. I don't think it's no best case scenario, but it's by no means um, it's by no means a, a poor signing if you look at his tenure. No,
0: and, and I think that's that's a really good point, and that's why maybe again I'm coming back to I
1: can see Kent saying more
0: because maybe I'll just because we've spent seven million pounds on him I'm just like oh, maybe you know we do need to keep someone like Kent because it is a big outlay and I think the biggest outlay we've done since for for, for such a long couldn't tell you that the last time we spent that that kind of money before that but Morelos again you spot on a million pounds and and the outlay we have and the frustration that we've had with him as well don't get me wrong but I just think Morelos's time has come to, to an end I just think it's time for the football club and and um, to you know, and that maybe should have happened earlier with a lot more. And, and again, that's been a problem. Um, you know, Ross Wilson coming back into it, just keeping players far too long. Um, David P, what's your thoughts on on both Rankin and, and, and Morelos um, before we we move up move it on?
3: Mm. Well, kind of the player trading model uh, thing is completely shot. If if Ryan Kent walks away in January, signs another deal, you know, walks away next summer for nothing. 7 million quid down the drain so the whole premise of this you know think that you know what we could have p- forked out on another player you know on wages for 7 million quid you know over that that length of time it's just uh, this is the play- player trading model off the rails when if this happens so <clears throat> we should have been a uh, Finding out from Ryan Kane, you know, some time ago, eighteen months ago, you know, are you going to do a new deal? And we should have punted him at that point. If, if the answer's no, that would be a player trading model for him to then run it all the way down, you know. And then he's got his, uh, he's got a pistol to her head and saying, "Well, if you don't up the money, I'll not be signing any new contract." And eventually, you you either forego the seven million quid or you pay him the money. So it's uh, he's. He's holding all the aces here in this negotiation, but it should never have been allowed to happen. With Alfredo, as you say, you know we have had a, a good return from Alfredo, European top goal scorer for the club. He scored a lot of important goals. You know, I think just that he brought us up in terms of quality, he gave us hope at the time. You know, he's unplayable on his day. He's a, he's a, as we've discussed before. He's a, he's a fantastic football player. Just not a team player, so I, I think if I was in the dressing room with, with Alfredo Morelos, I think we would fall out quite quickly because I think you would end up uh, losing <laughs> losing the rag with him, you know, just in terms of his uh, sometimes his, his lack of approach. He's just not a team player, I think. I just that's my own opinion. But so I think Alfie is is more likely to go. I think it would be. I just don't even want to entertain the thought that we've paid £7 million for Ryan Kent, paid him handsomely for the time he has been here, and then he walks away for nothing, That's, that would be a sore one to take. Really would.
2: Mm.
1: You've left yourself a mute, Mason. Oh, sorry, I've
0: done an old school there. Um, Especially with Ryan Kent, you know, 18 months ago and the performances we had out of him and the amount of teams that were looking at him, and again, him being English, with, counting for the English quote, I think that that could be a, a big fee. That we've let again uh, slip there, but um, and the frustrating thing, I, I think there's a player in Kent I really, really do, and again that might come back down to the, the management of, of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst because he just didn't, you didn't see anything from Kent that that we see previously, and and, and that's been really frustrating. But before we come back to the prediction for Hibbs, um, I've seen the comments that Mason hasn't. Uh, Mentioned the England game uh, last night, so we'll, we'll do a quick five minutes on on the World Cup. And 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 again, I've said this many times, I'm not too fussed about international football. I've said that for a long time. So I slept well last night. It wasn't one that was was down in my, my sorrows. But uh, David Tomlinson, uh, what, first of all, what, what was your thoughts on the the England result last night? I know you was, bet you was absolutely buzzing. Um, but also um, on just got to mention uh, Morocco going into the semi final has been a, a big shock as well.
2: Well, can I just say, go back to for, for one point I was wanting to make when uh, Beal said that Kent and Morelos were completely different situations. So I think that says a lot in itself as well. Um, to go into to England, yes. <laughs> uh, thank goodness. We don't have to hear for the next 60 years that they won the World Cup in 2022, so... Thank uh We're still hearing from from uh, 1966, so no, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just not a big England fan. I do. I remember the the the, the game, uh, and I'm going to going to say the the, the Gascoigne scored against us in a two one. We could beat two one. I just lay in my bed howling, and greeting my face off that day because I was so shattered that England beat us. So nah. Although I haven't got the same feeling for Scotland as, as I, I used to have, uh, I, I still hate the English beatness, us, and uh, I, I'm always glad when they get put out of tournaments. Uh, Morocco, normally I would be really, really happy that Morocco uh, beat a big team, and uh, that's Spain, and uh, who, I can't remember who they put Baltimore. out yesterday. Portugal, yeah, Ronaldo, yeah, that's right. Ronaldo went down the tunnel and in in tears. Um, yeah, normally I would be quite happy that, that a small team put out big teams, but I just it's just the, the Moroccan supporters are sickening me because they're they're wrecking, uh, in, in Amsterdam and in the Hague, uh, and Rotterdam. They're just wrecking the places, jumping in cars, smashing car windows, and why the why they've got to turn. Uh, winning and, and being happy into 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 rioting and, and and looting shops and things like that. I don't know. So that's that's put me off. I was hoping that uh, Portugal would win last night just for the fact that we would have had last night. There would have there would have been trouble. Now would have been it finished. But now they've got another two games. That there's going to be a lot of trouble. And that that's just the thing that stops me. In Morocco. I think I think they played great football. I think uh, they've got a few players there that uh, are absolutely brilliant, but uh, no, the, the the supporters have just sickened me, and uh, yeah, I I, I I I I'd love to see a wee win, but I, 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 think, I don't see him beating the French, to be honest. Uh, I think I think they'll even be too big for the Argentina i have not really showed anything. I mean, Messi was uh, he's he's done in patches, but he's not really not really been brilliant. So no, I I, I don't see Andy beat. I'm I'm going to join Davy's squad for this one and uh, go for uh, go for France to win it now because I don't see Andy beat now.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Well, I thought you said it was going to be sickened by the Morocco support because I see a few green and grey tops in their support Thursday night. So that that was one that I, I was thinking of. But, yeah. but Colin, did you have you managed to watch a lot of this World Cup whilst in uh, Mexico and? Uh, what what's
1: been your thoughts on it? I didn't see very much of the group stages because all the games were in um, one of the wee bars inside, and I was half cut on the beach getting my sunburn on. So I was like, "Fuck it!" After the last six months we've had watching Rangers football with the last thing in my mind. Um, but no, what a what a, what a final round, by the way. It was every game was terrific in its own way. Um, Know, like, Davy's talking about the Morocco fans, but if you read the Daily Record tomorrow, we'll actually all find out as Rangers fans dressed up as Morocco fans, um, Ryan and Holland. So I think we need to take our share of the blame, um, like we do everything else. But my my favourite game has been Argentina Holland. Uh, Holland were always my second national team after Scotland because I've said time and time again, I started getting into Rangers when Dick Advocat was the manager, we had half a Holland side, and just always had an affiliation to Holland. So I, I watched that game, but, you know, sad to see Holland go out, but I really like the bastardness you're seeing for Argentina. Sorry. see everybody saying the scenes we don't want to see, the thing that's ruining football. I love seeing the shithouse city absolutely love that. Argy's all the way to, I don't know, just be wee rat cunts to France in the final <laughs> and lift the trophy way a dodgy goal. I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, I thought there was the, the um, I can't remember what the boy's name was, he smashed the ball into the dugout. And that that just started it, didn't it, right at the end. And then I fucking uh, love
1: that. It's amateur football yeah. stuff, man. We need more of that. We need that in Rangers. hundred
0: percent. As I said at the time,
1: we don't have enough of that. Uh, you know, enough. Uh,
0: again, uh, the Ryan Porteous one has split support this week. And I'm not saying I want us to sign him, by the way, but that kind of arrogance and, and just that we are, yeah, as you said, an arsehole. Um, and, and Argentina have got plenty of them, and, and even when they won the penalties, I think all all ten of the players turned and went to the Dutch players, and, and Messi was the only one looking the other way. So, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely loved that. David P, what, what's your thoughts been on this? The latest round of, of World Cup, uh, of the World Cup.
3: Well, no, I think it shows you with the win with uh, Morocco and uh, Croatia both getting a result and getting through that it's not always the, the most talented footballers that get through. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's the, the collective team. It's the will to do it. It's the effort that you put into it. You know, plus the ally to, to you know, the football ability is, is what is required. And I think that uh, in watching the England-France game last night, you've seen how physical France were. I, I think England just get bullied a wee touch in terms of you know the, the 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 level of commitment that France was showing and and weren't slow to uh, to put the the boot in where it was required, I think the referee in that game last night was particularly rubbish. Uh, but I think France were were clearly you know well up for it, and I think that uh, that just that physicality that that France that France brought to the game, England didn't match it, which into uh, ultimately was the. Was the deciding factor? You know, to get, they get the second penalty that they got was 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 completely nuts for me. You know, but I think that was just a wee illustration of where that physicality had just gone, just a wee bit too far in terms of just banging them. You know, Mason Mount in, in the penalty box, not even looking at the ball. And the one I thought at the time was, you know, the referees watched that live and then and then thought that's not a penalty. You know, and there's only when with the benefit of the replay. And I'm thinking, how could he not give that penalty when the, the French player has got no idea where the ball is? He's watching Mason Mount and just bangs right in. And that's not a penalty. So he was quite prepared for that challenge to be legal. I think France got away with you few last night, but I think England ultimately uh, are the perennial underachievers. They just, they have got this... Gosh, for me, probably the best squad of, of any country in that tournament. You know, when you go through the the twenty two players, but they just never seem to bring it together. I think Southgate is just as as we said before, just a wee touch of the, Gareth Van Bronckhurst is just just all a wee bit too cautious, and he just he needs to take the handbrake off. You know, with some of the players that he has at his disposal, and and they don't do it. So, yeah, you know, no, but thoroughly enjoyable. Yesterday was. I just went, you know, from from one game to the next. It was a football fest. Love it.
0: Now, brilliant. And what tops it off is we've got, you know, two games to look forward to: Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the big one to finish it off. Hopefully, a win for Rangers on Thursday. And and gents, let's let's sign let sign off then with this, the predictions are back. Davy Tomlinson, thanks for coming on. What is your prediction for Thursday night? Yeah,
2: thanks. So that. Just a, a couple of things that I wanted to say as well in answer to Davey. Um, do you think England, any team with Maguire and Stones as the centre halves, would win the World Cup? I doubt it. Um, the other thing was the referees in the whole World Cup have made Scottish referees look good. Mm. Absolutely shocking referee in some, some of the games. So that's it. But anyway, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm going to go go big and go for a 4-1 win for Rangers. Morelos to score a double. Kent to get one. <laughs> and uh, like to get another one. Nice
0: one. The positive vibes are back. I like it. Cheers, Davey. Colin, thanks, for... thanks for everybody listening. Nice one. Thanks for coming on uh, tonight, mate. Uh, good to see you back. What's your prediction for Thursday
1: night? No, good to be back on, mate. Um, and thanks to all the listeners. Um, a few few listeners give me a bit of feedback on tonight's um, title, bill Ball Returns. Um, feedback duly noted, uh, but you win some, you lose some. As the saying goes, no surrender, no apology. Um, I got that wrong, didn't I? No apology, no surrender. Even, see, I fucked that up as well. <laughs> um, Thursday night, I think uh, Habs, Habs will have a go at us, uh, because first came under Mick Beal and they... They're going to test the water. I find that will suit Rangers in their tea. Um, I'm going to go for a comfortable 2-0 Rangers win. Adam, divine, double. <laughs> get it here first. Get some good odds on that, Colin, I'll tell you that.
3: Yeah. yeah. Take the pound to the bookie on that one.
0: <laughs> Definitely. And, uh, lastly, but no means leastly. Thank you, Baby P, uh, for coming on. What's your prediction for Thursday, mate?
3: Yeah, looking forward to get back to Ibrooks on Thursday it So be a... Uh and that the game starts for real. Uh, I'm going to agree with Con. you know, it'll be a solid 2-0, it should have been 5-type game, but I'm hoping that uh, just the, the level of ability, we just overwhelm Hibbs. You know, when you look at Hibbs' league position, they're, they're probably, they're closer to the relegation zone than they are at the tops. you know, so they, they're they not a brilliant side, but no doubt, the, because it's us, and <clears throat> they've got that lunatic portus in their team, you know, that they'll be, They'll be breathing fire in the tunnel, so maybe he'll, he'll go easy on us now that he's. Uh, if you he were to believe some people, that he's just about to sign, he's not one to hurt any of his new teammates. <laughs> I hope one of our, one one of the Rangers players stiffens him and just kind of beat him to the punchline. No, but uh, good to good to be back in Thursday. Looking forward to. It. <clears throat> Long overdue. you.
0: No, nah, it's been a, been a long time, in it? So, uh, you know, it's good to get the, the positivity back as well for, for Thursday. I, I'm going to go with, uh, with, I'm the same with Colin, a comfortable 2-0, but I don't think I'll have Adam Devine um, on, on the score sheet. I'm oh, sorry, mate. Uh, Shade bag. Shade bag. <laughs> Cholak <laughs> at the double. Cholak at the double. He's going to, he, he's, he's my man. He, he's been the only good thing to come out of this season so far. So yeah. get him another double and get the three points. But again, thanks for everyone that's... Uh, you know, viewed tonight and commented. We, we really appreciate it. Been, you know, I've been absolutely slaughtered in the comments tonight. But uh, it's all good fun as always. But um, mm-hmm. thanks for listening. As always, we are the people. <laughs>